Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on, Luke? Fly talking. Oh, today was a fucking day. And then that was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. Man, boy. It's been a hell of a two weeks, my nigga. That's all I could really say, nigga. It's, it's, it's been... It's been a time. Um, You know, I would have did this motherfucker earlier. Like, earlier in the day. But, like, I went to pick my kids up from school. And there was literally a fucking homeless crackhead in my swimming pool, my nigga. Like, nigga, I, I, I wasn't even out the house that fucking long. Like, nigga, I go to fucking pick my kids up. um, And I go to fucking take my daughter to go get some food from Wendy's and shit. And my landlord hit me like, hey, you home right now? I'm like, nah, why? What's up? She was like, nigga, there's a naked woman in the pool. And in my head, I'm like, damn, I ain't invited nobody to the crib. Like, what the fuck going on? Sure enough, nigga, it's a fucking homeless white bitch in my pool, my nigga. So a motherfucker, you know, come home, fucking police outside and shit. I go, I look, nigga, the pool empty. So I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Nigga, go. Nobody in the pool but the fucking sheriff is sitting outside. I'm like, hey, what's up? And then nigga talking to the bitch. The bitch in the fucking garage taking a shit. I'm like, what the fuck, my nigga, like. In, in, in such a short amount of fucking time Like nigga I wasn't gone But like less than an hour And it's a fucking crackhead in my pool And then the motherfucker in the garage Taking the shit like <sighs> You know and as y'all know Last week I didn't do my fucking episode My bad y'all Nigga I broke my motherfucking teeth dog Literally nigga eating a sandwich So like I ain't had no fucking bottom teeth My nigga and like when I would talk to bitches, shit, 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 like funny and shit, so my bad. What's going on, Blackjack94 from Birmingham in the motherfucking building? What's the deal? But yeah, nigga, like I have to go to the fucking dentist, give me like a new little bottom parcel so a nigga like, so, you know, like I could make my words sound good and shit, like, you know, I can't do this motherfucking show, like I'm not finna spit this motherfucker through the wire when my shit sounding fucked up. Like literally, I'm doing low key the fucking equivalent of that right now Like I got a new fucking set of bottom teeth And I'm like trying to get used to them So you know if my shit sound weird Or if you see on YouTube Like my mouth look weird as I'm speaking My bad God damn what's going on Hydro boy from fucking Hawaii Nigga shout out to Hawaii Nigga I ain't even know I like beaches Until I went to fucking Hawaii I went to some beach like on the north side of Honolulu Like on the other side of the Dole Plantation nigga that beach clean as a motherfucker. I did the rock jump shit. If y'all niggas 
have been following me, y'all saw me do that shit looking goofy as a motherfucker. But shout out to Hawaii, nigga. But um, today's episode, I want to talk about tact, tactful speaking, um, diplomacy, if you will, uh, communicating yourself effectively. You know, um, matter of fact, because I fucking, yeah, uh, what's that? Why may obey? Yeah, that shit. I fuck with that shit, nigga. That, 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 that fucking beats dope. But yeah, nigga, let me give a fucking moment of silence to the late, great Kevin Samuels. Man, you know, that shit is all fucking bad. I don't know if y'all niggas gonna be able to hear my motherfucking air conditioner in the back, but it's like a hundred out here, so my fucking bad if you could hear it. But yeah, man, like, you know, like, Kevin Samuel's passing kind of ties in a little bit to what the fuck I want to talk about today, which is being tactful in your speech and being, um, you know, like being diplomatic in general, my nigga. You know, shout out Real Talk with Tim. I did an episode with him not too long ago. That motherfucker going to come out soon. Good looking out. Yeah, nigga, I got the, uh, you know, I just went got the motherfucking too much game chain made and shit. It been a minute, nigga. I've been, I've been waiting to get this motherfucker like. Motherfucker costs a lot of money, dog. Let me just put it that way. I've been wanting one of these motherfuckers, but, like, this shit was bigger than I expected. You know, it, it, it cost me more than I expected, and I kind of, like, didn't want to reveal the motherfucker for a while. So, you know, it's here. But, yeah, um, you know, I want to talk about tactful speech. You know, like, just communicating yourself effectively. You know, being diplomatic in, in all of your moves and all your relationships and how you carry yourself. You know how you speak to people. You know how you come off as a person when you talk to people. You know, like there's a right and a wrong way to say anything. You know, like I've talked about that shit before on this motherfucking show, but like with the passing of Kevin Samuels, you know, like I said, a lot of times on this fucking show, sometimes I plant a seed, other times I water a seed that I already planted. Today, this is going to be a watering of something that I already brought up. You know, like, effective communication is very fucking important. You know, like, being the fact that I'm a goddamn podcaster, y'all understand how important it is for me to communicate well. Like I said, the reason that I didn't do my episode last week is because my shit was fucked up. And I value how I come off. I value how I sound, what I say, how I say shit. You know, how it comes off, what I say, when I say what I say to who I say it to. You know, like... I'm I'm a big believer in always carrying yourself diplomatically. You know, like a big part of diplomacy is your tone. You know, how you say shit a lot of times is just as important as what you say. You know, like with a Kevin Samuels, like the way that Kevin Samuels articulated himself rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And, you know, it kind of goes both ways. You know, him as a content creator you know, a lot of times when we're in this content game, we got to say shit a certain way in order for it to come off a certain way, you know, good or bad, because, you know, like they say, there's no press or there's no such thing as bad press. So even bad press is good press as long as you're getting press, because Kevin Samuels wasn't a, a, a new figure in the content game. Kevin Samuels have been doing videos for a few years, but they wasn't really getting no traction. They wasn't really getting traction until he started. You know, like really laying into people, you know, till he really start being fucking uh, abrasive with his speech. 
and it got him hated, but at the same time, it got him famous. You know, and that's the fucking thing with the way that you come off. You know, like, nigga, you can be unknown for being nice or you could be infamous for being mean. You know, like, how, how important that is to you is up to you. Like, me personally, like, I don't want to come off as, like, the dickhead. You know, because it's a lot of shit that I say on this motherfucking show. I call people bitch-ass niggas. You know, I call people punk-ass bitches. I call niggas bitch all the fucking time on this show. I call a lot of niggas bitches. I say a lot of niggas fall into the bitch-ass nigga category a lot. But at the same time, the way that I say it, the way that I I present it, I don't really think that I, I say it in a way that I'm going to get hate for it because I try to make sure that people understand the difference between who they are and what the fuck I'm talking about. Just because I say bitches don't mean I'm talking to all women. Just because I say bitch-ass niggas don't mean I'm talking to all men. Just because I say I know more male bitches than female bitches don't mean that I'm saying that all these niggas is bitches. So one of the things that I understood as far as the Kevin Samuel situation and how that went and why people hated him so much is that only hit dogs holler. You know, only people that are offended by what Kevin Samuel said are the people that fell into the categories that he was talking about. And also the people who didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about in general, because a big part of communication is understanding. You know, a lot of motherfuckers spend more time hearing what a motherfucker say, trying to fucking reply than hearing what a motherfucker say, trying to understand. You know, like that was a lot of motherfuckers problem with Kevin Samuels. They just didn't understand what the fuck he was saying. They would go off a of little clips of what they would see, little shit he would say. And they wouldn't go to watch the whole show. They wouldn't listen to the whole conversation. They didn't want to get the whole context. You know, like the women who hated what the nigga said, like they didn't want to hear the fact that he would go just as hard on men. You know, they didn't want to hear the fact that a lot of what he was saying was just to see the black community as a whole move forward. To see the black community as a whole do better. They only wanted to hear what they wanted to hear. You know, to basically confirm their bias against them. What you say, West Virginia Uncomplex? Concise with precision is how you should speak. No beating around the bush. Exactly. Because, nigga, y'all niggas know how I get down. Nigga, I'm just straight to the point with the shit. Nigga, I'm, nigga if, if you going to get some profanity, you going to get some profanity. Nigga, it's just all 100% real shit. Nigga, that's the only way that I do that shit. Because I want you to understand what the fuck I'm saying. You know, I like to get my motherfucking point across the way that I get it across. You know, and the thing is, I might come off abrasive, but it's never mean. It's never tacky. I never do nothing to purposely piss people off. You know, like something that I believe as far as like diplomacy and effective communication and the way that I'm trying to like put it to y'all today on this episode and how you talk to people is... I think it was Winston Churchill who said um, tact is the ability to tell a person to go to hell and have them look forward to the trip. I feel like that's kind of how it is with me. Like I use a lot of profanity, like I'm an aggressive fucking speaker. I'm not loud, but like the words that I say and how I say them come off as fucking aggressive. Like a lot of motherfuckers be like, nigga, you be talking shit. You be saying some crazy shit, nigga. Whoop de whoop. And it's like, yeah, somewhat, but I'm very tactful in my speech. I'm very tactful with how I come off with people. Like, I might use a lot of profanity, but 
there's a method to the fucking madness. Like, you know, as far as the community and the homies of podcasters, the reason that, you know, like I always got this little fucking thing of me being the best is the way that I fucking communicate. You know, I could tell niggas they bitch ass niggas all day, but a lot of motherfuckers is not going to feel that way because I'm not saying it from a place of malice. I'm saying it as a from a place of me helping to exercise the demon of bitch assness. You know, I don't want to see niggas be bitch ass niggas. I'm not just calling niggas bitch ass nigga because I feel like you should be a bitch ass nigga. I'm just saying it in a in a term of if you do this, this is bitch ass nigga behavior. So if you find yourself doing this, I'm going to need you to not do that. You know, if you're not taking care of your kids, you a bitch-ass nigga. I'm not saying be a bitch-ass nigga. I'm saying take care of your motherfucking kids and you won't be put into this fucking category. If you do this, you a bitch-ass nigga. But if you stop doing this, you're no longer in that category. So nobody's doomed to be a bitch-ass nigga forever. The only way you can be a permanent bitch-ass nigga is if you keep doing permanent bitch-ass shit. And that's the fucking thing, you know, like the way that I fucking communicate, nigga, I come off from a place of always trying to help. So even if I'm calling you out your name or I'm saying some fuck shit about you or I'm saying you a fuck nigga or a bitch nigga, a buster, a punk or some shit like that, it's always from a place of me telling you, my nigga, you're engaging in the behavior of bitch ass niggas and I'm gonna need you to stop doing that, you know, like. I remember getting into a conflict at work probably like two or three months ago. Y'all know I'm a truck driver. You know, I got a assigned tractor at my job. And one day, like, a, a co-worker came and borrowed my motherfucking truck, like, on my time when I was supposed to be doing it. And, of course, like, I'm, I'm showing the fact that I'm fucking frustrated. You know, so I see the dude in my truck, and I'm like, hey, homie, you, you in my truck, my nigga. You know, like, I'm, I'm going to need you to get up out of my truck, you know, like, that's my shit. I got somewhere to go. That motherfucker already fueled up. I got everything like I like it. Nigga, I got my radio to the right station and all that shit. I'm going to need you to get up on my truck. You know, so the dude like, man, you ain't got to be mad about it. Like, you ain't got to be aggressive. I said, my nigga, I'm not getting aggressive. I'm like, nigga, we make far too much money at this motherfucking job for me to be aggressive. Nigga, I'm not even mad at you, nigga. I'm mad at the situation. You know, and this is the thing, like, just with people in, like, conflict situations, like me personally, the way that I communicate. In conflict I could have escalated that shit You know like I I did a fucking episode Like two or three episodes ago About that shit Like not allowing motherfuckers words To get you out of your character You know like You have to be too big To allow the words Of a small motherfucker To get you up out of your element You know so in this particular situation You know the dude like Loped up Like I was trying to like Phone check him and shit And I'm like my nigga I'm not trying to check you at all Nigga all I'm doing Is letting you know that shit belongs to me and you're in some shit that belonged to me, my nigga. I'm scheduled to be in that motherfucking truck. All that aggression, all that motherfucking steam you got coming off the top of your motherfucking head. Nigga, that shit ain't going to help neither one of us, my nigga. Us getting into a fight ain't going to help neither one of us, my nigga. All I need is my motherfucking truck. You know, at the end of the day, nigga, we in the corporate world. We not in the streets, my nigga. We are drivers, Nigga, we are employees at this motherfucking company. Me and you fighting ain't going to do nothing but lead to me and you fired. And I can't afford that, nigga. I got kids. I got bills. I got a mortgage. I got rent. I got all type of shit I got to take care of. So fighting you ain't going to help neither one of us, my nigga. All I need for you to do 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is get another truck and give me mine. That's it, homie. I ain't mad. I ain't mad at you. I'm mad at the situation. I'm mad at the fact that my truck got taken. I ain't mad at you for taking it because at the end of the day, I don't know why you took the motherfucker. I, I, I ain't never met you, so I know you ain't got no reason to dislike me. I don't think you was like, man, fuck that nigga Dolomite. I'm finna steal that nigga truck. I'm like, I'm sure you probably read the gate time in the motherfucking window and said, oh, okay, he not here yet. Let me go ahead and get this. But I'm here, so I need that. You know, and the dude jumped out the truck. Of course, he was fuming. He was mad and shit, but it's like, psh, it is what it is, my nigga. You know, and the thing is, it ain't like, because, you know, because I'm a punk. Because like I told him, like, nigga, trust me, it, it, bullshit ain't nothing. But at the end of the day, it's not going to serve neither one of us to be in a conflict situation. You know, and that's the thing. Like, that's the thing when it comes to tact. That's the thing when it comes to fucking diplomacy. Every conflict situation don't have to turn violent. You know, every conflict situation don't have to be fucking escalated, my nigga. You know, like, something that I I strongly believe is, like, violence is the language of stupid motherfuckers. You know, like, violence is the language of broke motherfuckers. You know, like if you can't just talk it out, it's because you're not an effective communicator. If you can't talk it out a lot of times, it's just because you just not that bright of a fucking person. Because, you know, like I, I, I talked about that shit on multiple episodes. You know, when it comes to conflict, nigga, it's conversation, compensation or separation, my nigga. Violence is like the last fucking resort, my nigga. You know, like it, it, it should only come to violence when. Nigga, there, there's no form of compensation that can handle it. There's no words of conversation that can handle it. There's no way that you could separate from this person. That's the only time that I feel like violence is fucking necessary. Nine times out of ten, my nigga, like, I walk around very peaceful. You know, something that I've always told people close to me, people around me. It's a lot of shit that I fucking let slide because I got a lot to lose, my nigga. Like, I can't just throw shit away because a nigga said some bullshit that I didn't like. You know, I can't throw all this shit away because a nigga did some shit that might have minorly inconvenienced me, my nigga. You know, like, I think it was, like, the day before yesterday or maybe even yesterday, my nigga. Somebody, like, ran me off the road, my nigga. I fucking hit the K-Rail and shit on the side of the fucking street, nigga. You know, luckily it was like, my car wasn't damaged. All it did was, like, leave a scrape on the side of my tire, but I had Brownie in the car. You know, and like I was telling people, like when they seen this shit happen and asked me about like, nigga, I'm just glad Brownie was in the car. You know, like I'm glad I didn't allow my anger 
to make me chase this nigga down and get into a violent situation with him because I don't know how far that shit would have went. Over a motherfucking tire that, number one, wasn't even popped. It wasn't even really damaged. Like, nigga, I could have easily replaced that tire. Nigga, if I take that motherfucker to the car wash right now, the tire going to be clean and you'll never know that shit happened. But the anger that I felt in that moment could have made me throw that shit away like that, my nigga. Like, instantly, nigga, I could have just went broke bad on a nigga. You know, did some Grand Theft Auto shit, try to snatch him out of his car or threw something at him or ran him off the road. Just any stupid shit. Over something that wasn't nothing. Over something that after about an hour, I wasn't even mad no more. You know, and like, that's the fucking thing just about conflict resolution. You know, like, just keeping your fucking head above fucking water at all times. You know, like, I've done episodes about that shit, about remaining cautious, conscious at all fucking times. You know, like, there's a lot of situations that you allow yourself to go into autopilot. You know, because you allow your motherfucking emotions to get ahead of you, my nigga, and you can't fucking do that. You know, a big part of what I'm going to be talking about in this fucking episode when it comes to communication is not reacting emotionally, but moving strategically, moving with your motherfucking mind more than moving with your fucking emotions. Because like I always say, my nigga, if you allow your motherfucking heart to drive the car, you always going to crash. You know, like I'm a big fucking proponent of strategy over fucking emotion. You know, whether that be just how you move in life or how you move in fucking conversation. You know, like it's a lot of times when you have conversation with people, when you're talking to people and they say some shit and you take it out of context. You know, you 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 talking to somebody and they say something that you kind of like the way that they said it, you didn't really like it. You know, and like my thing is when it comes to communication, a big part of fucking communication is context. Context is fucking important. You know, whether that be you receiving what they said in context or you making sure that they understand that what you said was in proper context. You know, like something that I'm big on in this motherfucking show is me being able to say everything that I got to say. To where it could be clipped in a little short clippings and it'll always be in context, you know, because that's the fucking thing about like the content game podcast. And, you know, like shout out to Kevin Samuels, like this is one of the things, you know, people read little clips of what Kevin Samuels say and they get pissed off because they didn't get the full fucking context. They didn't understand what all he was saying, you know, and me like I try to be very strategic with my motherfucking words because i understand my nigga you know like um who was that that said that shit uh i think it was shakespeare that said brevity is the soul of wit which basically means that very intelligent people can say highly profound things in very few words you know like i'm 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 proud of my ability to use analogies a lot of times to get people to understand the shit that I say. You know, I like to be able to say shit effectively without using a bunch of words. I don't need 32 fucking paragraphs to say what the fuck I got to say a lot of times. Like, nigga, I, I'm, I'm just quick with it. Like, I just say it. So you get that shit. Like, nigga, I could say, you know, I could give you a whole novel worth of information in a fucking tweet on Twitter. You know, and like I pride myself on that shit because I always love to be taken into context 
No matter what I say, no matter how I say some shit, I, I, I value context. Even when I'm listening to a person talk a lot of times, like sometimes I'll be in conversation with people and I'll be like, huh? And they'd be like, you heard me. Yeah, I know I heard you. But a lot of times I got to process what you said. You know, sometimes when I say, huh, you, um, a lot of times when you say, huh, in a conversation, people will reiterate what they say. And sometimes they'll go more in depth into what they say, because a lot of times when I say it, it's not because I didn't hear you. A lot of times it's because I didn't understand you, you know, and like, that's a thing when it comes to conversation, a lot of times where some people fuck up at is I think they get offended when you seem to not be listening sometimes i just don't fucking hear you you know i could be paying complete fucking attention to you but a lot of times nigga my mind be somewhere else nigga i could be focused on something else i could have some shit going on so sometimes like i'll i'll say huh three or four times in the conversation even though i heard you clearly but i gotta fucking process that shit you know, sometimes a motherfucker be, could, could be giving you a lot of fucking information in a short amount of time, you know, and you got to fucking process it. So sometimes, nigga, I just say, hun, to slow your ass down, nigga. Like, huh, what'd you say? Nigga, you heard me? Yeah, I heard you, but say that shit again because I got to catch that part. You know, like I'm with the chopped and screwed shit a lot of times when I listen to motherfuckers talk, you know, because like on this motherfucking podcast, I talk a lot faster on this fucking show than I talk in real life. The reason I talk faster on the show is because I need that shit to be entertaining because, nigga, me personally, when I listen to podcasts, nigga, one of my pet peeves with podcasts is motherfuckers who talk too slow. Like, motherfuckers who, like, they, they got a lot of gaps and they they fucking be like, yeah, today's episode is going to be about um, trucks today. We're going to talk about, like, that shit is boring, my nigga. Like, nigga, my ADHD kick in. And me personally, when I talk to niggas in conversation, I'm a slow talker. But when I do this shit, like, I, I speed that shit up. You know, and I, I feel like that's another big part of communication, who you're talking to. You know, like, my audience. I, I, I speak the way that I speak because, like, I want to talk to the podcast audience, people who listen to podcasts. Like, the reason that some podcasts... Players have a, a option to speed that bitch up is because sometimes, nigga, you ain't got time to be waiting for a motherfucker to develop his thoughts, nigga. Sometimes you got to fucking get that shit out the way, my nigga. Sometimes you got to hurry the fuck up and say what the fuck you got to say. It's a lot of motherfuckers that I can't fucking listen to because it's too slow, my nigga. It's a few podcasts that I literally got to turn the speed up to two times fucking speed. Just so I could fucking like listen to that shit without falling asleep, my nigga. Like I'm not no fast talker, but when I'm on this fucking show, I talk fast because it's like nigga, I can't. I, like I, I know how that shit sounds to listen, so I can't be the motherfucker talking slow to where I know my audience gonna be dozing off, my nigga. I gotta make sure to hit niggas real hard, real fast, so nigga, once I get this motherfucker cracking. You already entertained Like you already waiting to hear what the fuck I gotta say You know like I said Nigga it's a method to the motherfucking madness When it comes to the way that I communicate You know I use profanity because Nigga this a grown This a grown people show You know I say a lot of what I say To help younger people But at the same time Nigga this show is for adults This shit not for children my nigga like 
If y'all motherfuckers have watched this motherfucker, y'all niggas done seen. I done have my kids on this motherfucker. I literally will be recording a show with Brownie in my lap or Deuce sitting next to me or some shit. But at the same time, like, nigga, this is an adult fucking show. You know, like, the reason that I start the show by saying, good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckettes, is because I want to catch your fucking attention right there once I start, my nigga. Like, I really want to let you know the type of motherfucking shit you finna get into. You know, nigga, the reason this motherfucker's called too much game is because that's what I'm giving you. I'm giving you a whole lot of motherfucking meat and potatoes. You know, and, like, when I tell people about how they should communicate, my nigga, with they motherfucking speech, nigga, you should be trying to say everything that you got to say while you're saying it, my nigga. Like, don't try to drag shit out, my nigga. Don't try to go on these long-ass rants and shit to show niggas how fucking smart you are because... You know, um, in the Bible, it say in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. You know, like like I said, nigga, I quote the Bible a lot on this motherfucking show because it's a lot of shit that I read in the Bible. That's fucking universally true, my nigga. You know, y'all niggas know, like, I'm not like a big Bible person because I know that it was a stolen book. It was plagiarized and, you know, it was fucking remixed and remastered a thousand motherfucking times so nigga the context of it is all over the place but at the same time from what i read a lot of this shit is shit that i'm gonna be able to use for the rest of my life but at the same time nigga you know like it says in the multitude of, in the multitude of words sin is not lacking basically meaning a lot of times when motherfuckers just running their motherfucking mouth it's like i tell people all the time nigga the more you speak, the more opportunity you give people to show how stupid your ass is. You know, like, I do a motherfucking one-hour podcast, but for the rest of the week, I don't be talking. Anybody who knows me personally know I'm a very observant person. I'm a very quiet person. I'm a fucking introvert, nigga. Nine times out of ten, I'm sitting in the back observing. I'm not the life of the party. I'm not the type of person that, like, you'll see out on the scene in the club or front line and this shit. I've never been a front line type of person. I'm always a play-the-back type of person. You know, like, I do this motherfucking podcast, but I'm a silent nigga. And it's because I understand, my nigga, like, I don't speak unless the words that I'm getting ready to deliver are going to hit hard. So I don't like walking around just trying to talk to niggas to sound fucking smart. Because at the end of the day, nigga, what the fuck purpose does that serve me, my nigga? Me showing you how smart I am don't help me in no fucking way. So nine times out of ten, I shut the fuck up. You know, and I was always taught that the nigga that do all the talking is always the weakest motherfucker. The loudest motherfucker in the room is the weakest motherfucker in the room. I've always believed in that. You know, I've always believed the most intelligent motherfuckers in the world is the motherfuckers who can say, Five or six words and shake the whole motherfucking room. You know, and that's usually me. You know, like me in conversation, nigga, a lot of times, nigga, I'll, I'll let you do your thing, nigga. Then I come in with a motherfucking one-liner or a two-liner. Because like I said, nigga, the most important tool you have in conversation is your motherfucking ears you know a lot of people feel like the main thing of communication is talking the main thing of communication is saying shit no the main part of fucking communication is listening and understanding 
That's the reason you got two ears and one motherfucking mouth. Because you supposed to be listening twice as much as you supposed to be fucking talking. But a lot of motherfuckers got the game backwards. You know, a lot of motherfuckers listen to reply and not listen to understand. You know, a lot of the reason that men and women have these breakdowns in relationships and these breakdowns in communication and motherfuckers will say shit like, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Oh, we're speaking two different languages. We just don't understand each other. It's because motherfuckers ain't trying to understand. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, like a big part of why I feel like I'm so successful with women is because I understand, because I pay attention, because I fucking listen, because I'm not trying to show women how much I know, but I'm trying to understand as much as I can. You know, like I tweeted, I don't know, like last week or some shit, like I listen to female podcasts way more than I listen to male podcasts. You know, and the funny thing is, the context of the tweet was me joking, but I was serious. Like, I like to listen to female podcasts because it's always funny to me to realize how little they understand about men, but how vocal they are about men. And this ain't no shot, this ain't no shade, this ain't no slight. But a lot of times I do listen to female podcasts because I just be wanting to get that little fucking peek into the window of how women think. Like, I really be wanting to understand, like, why they do what they do, why they say what they say, why they feel how they feel. Like, you know, it's a lot of shit that women are saying podcasts that'll give you a whole lot of fucking insight into why they do what they do, why they feel how they feel, how they view us as men, how they view us in how we move and what we do. You know, and I was telling one of my homegirls one day, like, nigga, if you want to understand men, all you got to do is go listen to some of our fucking podcasts. You know, because at the end of the day, like I've told people about podcasting in general, what podcasting really is from my personal perspective is podcasting is an invitation into people's living room. You know, a lot of what podcasting is, is you getting a peek into what we talk about in barbershops. What we talk about in the living room with our friends. What we thinking about as we're watching TV. You know, shit that we'll tell our little brother if he asked us for advice. You know, like, that's all fucking podcasting is. So a lot of times, like, I'll listen to women podcasts that talk about relationships to see how women approach relationships. How women view relationships. How women view men. You know, like I tell women a lot, like when you listen to Kevin Samuels, do you listen to the whole fucking show or do you just watch the clips? Because if you hate Kevin Samuels, you obviously only watching the clips because at the end of the day, that nigga don't fucking hate women. My nigga like that nigga don't hate fucking nobody. That nigga hates sorry motherfuckers that try to go beyond their motherfucking boundaries. My nigga like Kevin Samuels, he's just a type of motherfucker that has to be entertaining in the way that he articulates itself in order to get the numbers that he get 
us in the content game, we should all understand what Kevin Samuels was and why Kevin Samuels articulated himself the way that he did. Because at the end of the day, if you if you don't have nothing that stand out, ain't nobody going to fucking pay attention to you. If Kevin Samuels got on his motherfucking episodes and pandered to people, nobody would want to hear that shit. You know, like you have to stand out. You got to do something that makes you different or you'll never be fucking remembered. You know, like something that I fucking pride myself on, like something that I'm very proud of is motherfuckers and motherfuckers. I made that up. That's me, nigga. I only I say that. That's my shit, my nigga. Like, I have something and I do something that don't nobody else do and can't nobody else fucking replicate. A million niggas could say motherfuckers and motherfuckers, but they didn't make it up. You know, it's a lot of shit that I say. It's a lot of ways that I say what I say that other motherfuckers can't fucking do. And I pride myself on that. You know, like my product, nigga, this motherfucking podcast, just like with Kevin Samuels, nigga, it's unique to me. You know, and like that's what I appreciated about Kevin Samuels. What he did was unique to him. Whether people liked it or hated it, he just kept doing that shit. And he was successful in the lane that he had. And I, I, I respect the fuck out that shit. Whether motherfuckers liked him or hated him, he did what he did, nigga. He did his motherfucking numbers. You know, and the nigga was, he was excellent at that shit, my nigga. You know, like a lot of what I seen in Kevin Samuels, I would literally be like, man, nigga, I got to get like that. Like, nigga, it, there, there was a time... Where I was like, damn, nigga, maybe I should start wearing suits. Like, maybe, may, you know, like, maybe that's what's going to get me over the hump. Like, maybe I should start wearing suits. Like, maybe I should do this. You know, because at the end of the day, like, that nigga, that nigga inspired me, my nigga. You know, and I'm not saying they don't know dick ride and shit. Like, just as a fucking content creator, seeing a motherfucker succeed, you know, in a similar fucking lane. You know, because that's the fucking thing as far as, like, how I see the backlash that that motherfucker got, you know, like a lot of motherfuckers was mad at that nigga for really saying some real shit in an entertaining way, you know, cause like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like nigga, a lot of what I had written down when I started this motherfucking episode was about speaking tactfully, something that that nigga didn't do. And I get it. He, he it was, it was purposely done. Because if you would go back and watch old Kevin Samuels videos, that nigga had like a style channel where he would talk about like different colognes men should wear and, you know, like different shoes that you wear with different colored suits and shit like that. Like he was a style channel, but he didn't crack off till he started doing a relationship shit. He didn't really start hitting that shit until he really started just nigga when, when he took the motherfucking, um, you know, that like basically that nigga took the suit and tie off and start really talking that shit and start, you know, calling these motherfuckers out on their bullshit. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, sometimes, you know, like me personally, I believe in tact. I'm very tactful. But him, he wasn't tactful at all. Like I say bitch ass niggas and call bitches stupid ass bitches and shit like that. But at the same time. The way that I do it and the way he did it was different. I do that shit very tactful. He did that shit like he just didn't give a fuck. He had zero filter with it. But at the same time, like I say, there was a method to his motherfucking madness. Because he understood, nigga. 
when you say shit a certain way, it's going to get a fucking reaction. Whether that reaction is good or bad, as long as you get that reaction, you'll always be successful. I've talked about that shit on episodes. I've told myself a thousand fucking times that I was going to write that show, but I never did because it always comes up in episodes. The value of fucking charisma. You know, like I've said, probably nigga, literally like the last fucking 10 episodes I've done, you know, like since fucking Razor Ramon died. Like nigga, if you can get a nigga to love you or hate you, as long as you get a nigga to feel something, you'll always succeed. And Kevin Samuels, just like fucking Scott Hall, Razor Ramon and all these other motherfuckers are living and dying proof of that shit. As long as you can get a motherfucker to feel something, you'll be remembered. As long as you are able to make a motherfucker feel something, you'll be fucking successful. Just like with fucking Donald Trump. Motherfuckers love Donald Trump and motherfuckers hated Donald Trump. But whether you loved or hated him, you fucking felt him. You know, Kevin Samuels, same thing. You got one side that loved Kevin Samuels. You got another side that fucking hate Kevin Samuels. But both sides are paying attention. So he's successful, my nigga. That's what fucking wrestling is, nigga. You know, like with Scott Hall, nigga, you either love Razor Ramon or you hated Razor Ramon. Either way, you watch that shit. Floyd Mayweather, same shit, nigga. The principle applies in everything, my nigga. Especially when it comes to content. Especially when it comes to fucking entertainment. Sports, things people watch. Nigga, I'm not turning the motherfucking TV on to watch a motherfucker do some regular shit. I'm either watching that motherfucker to love somebody or I'm watching that motherfucker to hate somebody. And that's the thing about a fucking Kevin Samuels, my nigga. Kevin Samuels said, nigga, I'm going to say this shit. Some of you niggas going to love me for it. Some of you niggas going to hate me for it. But I'm going to say this motherfucking shit. And that's the reason that that nigga blew up. Because he was able to be on both sides of the fucking fence. And both sides of the fence had motherfuckers trying to jump over that bitch. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. That's the most important thing in content. Making a motherfucker feel something, my nigga. That's the reason a lot of motherfucking shows ain't going to go nowhere. That's the reason a lot of motherfuckers' audience is not going to fucking grow. A lot of times, that's the reason niggas ain't fucking successful with women. That's the reason a lot of motherfuckers are losing in the dating game. You know, because, again, like, you know, I don't do a relationship podcast no more. And I was saying that I was going to start doing, like, relationship topics. But for the most part, like I said, I, I got a different way of, um, of writing my show. I got a different way of fucking delivering my episodes. Nigga, I'm just literally just a lot of times I'm going to write some points and I'm going to go off the top of the fucking head. But something that I believe in fucking relationships when it comes to charisma, you know, like women always say, why do men wife up bitches? Why do men wife up hoes? Why do men wife up promiscuous women? And the same thing on the other side of the fence, niggas is always like, why do women go for thugs? Why do women go for bad boys? Nigga, what's going on, Jay? Why are you gold clothing? But, you know, they always ask, why do people go for these people? Why are women always fucking with these motherfucking dickheads and assholes and all of this shit? And it's because these motherfuckers are exciting. You know, something that I would say about women a lot, whether or not they agree with that shit, is a lot of times 
Women value excitement over stability. Just because you're a good man, just because you're a fucking good father, just because you're a good provider, just because you're fucking romantic, that don't mean you always go win the dating game. You know, like, there's this fucking um, women want Russell fucking Wilson and shit. Like, oh, you know, they, they, you know, like, oh, where's my Russell? I need to pray uh, Sierra's prayer so I could give me a Russell. I'm tired of all these futures. The reason y'all fucking with the futures is because that's what attracts you. That's what you really want. You might say you want Russell because Russell looks good on paper. But a lot of y'all motherfuckers done had a million Russells that you done ran into and you let them run the fuck off because Russell's boring. Russell don't dress good. Russell don't make your coochie wet when you walk up on him. You know, like Russell don't hit that spot like he's supposed to. Future, Future got you busting the nut, nigga, before you even take your motherfucking panties off. You know, Future, Future that motherfucker, when he fucking ring the phone, Nigga, you tripping over shit trying to get to that motherfucking answer. You know, same thing when it comes to women. Like, you know, like, oh, why do these niggas like all these Instagram models and all these IG thoughts and all that shit? Because, nigga, like, they're not boring. You know, people don't want to be bored in no fucking capacity. You know, this is also something that goes into communication and how you say shit, my nigga. Nobody wants to be bored, my nigga. You know, you got to spice that shit up. You know, us as men, like me, like I consider myself to be something like a fucking chameleon. Like as a nigga, I got all that Russell shit, nigga. Y'all niggas know if y'all follow me on social media, you follow me on Instagram, you watch my story, nigga. I'm a full time motherfucking father, my nigga. At all times, I'm I'm highly involved. Like literally, I'm probably going to be fucking ending this episode soon because I got to take my son to karate class. And after karate, I got to go pick my daughter up from dance, my nigga. You know, like I'm I be on my Russell shit, nigga. Like I'm I'm a romantic motherfucker. Like, you know, like I, I like chilling and spending uh quality time and I wanna know your fucking love language and all of that good shit, my nigga. But at the same time, nigga, y'all niggas see how I dress, nigga. Y'all niggas you know, you, you niggas see what's going on and shit. Like, I'm not no geek neither. You know, and like I tell my homeboys a lot, like my homeboys who are hopeless romantics. You know, like my homeboys who try to romance women, my homeboys who be wanting to write women poems and tell them good morning every day. And, oh, man, I just want a woman I can spoil, take on dates and do all this shit. Yeah, nigga, that shit cool. But at the same time, nigga, a lot of females ain't into that shit, my nigga. You know, yeah, they 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 want to be taken out on dates, but they want to be taken out on dates by a nigga that, that get their coochie wet, my nigga. They want to be taken out on dates by a nigga that they know is a nigga. Like, you know, like that nigga, he got that motherfucking, you know, like, like my nigga fucking, uh, Walter LaRae said, nigga, that big Scorpio energy, my nigga. Like, you got to have that big, that big dick energy, my nigga. You know, that, that Russell shit, that shit sound cool. It sound good on the radio. But nigga, that shit ain't always what motherfuckers want. Women as well. Like, yeah, nigga, you can cook and clean and that shit cool. But can you bust that thing open in the bedroom? You know, like, nigga, do, do, do you, can, can you really suck some dick? Like, that shit is cool to be able to, oh, you know, I cook and I clean and these guys aren't really looking for me. I got a good job and all of this shit. But these niggas is after all these bitches who be twerking because that bitch that be twerking look like she could suck a dick, my nigga. You know, like, 
you gotta have the full fucking package. Like you can't just have the the Betty Crocker shit, my nigga. Like you you gotta be Betty Crocker and Megan Thee Stallion in one person, my nigga. Like as men, nigga, you gotta be Russell Wilson, but you gotta like dress like future. Like nigga, you gotta have the full fucking package. Or a motherfucker's not gonna want it, my nigga. You know, that's the thing. You gotta be fucking well rounded. You know, just like to what I was fucking talking about when I wrote this motherfucker. I'm fucking way off, nigga. I'm on a tangent. Whole fucking episode is a goddamn tangent. But like, you know, just the context of how you fucking communicate to people. Nigga, you have to have the type of speech that makes people want to listen to what the fuck you saying. Because if motherfuckers get bored, they going to stop paying attention. And a lot of times a motherfucker stop paying attention. That's how you get taken out of context. That's what fucks you up in communication. A lot of times, nigga, if, if I feel like what the fuck you saying is going to be something that bores me, a motherfucker will tune the fuck out. You know, sometimes you having a fucking conversation and you can just tell a motherfucker just you just fucking womp, 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 womp because you boring. You could be talking about some very important shit, my nigga. But if you boring, you boring and the motherfuckers not going to fucking pay attention, my nigga. You know, so always make sure to fucking communicate yourself in a way that a motherfucker's going to listen. Like me, like I said, nigga, I was a Christian for about three or four years, nigga. And I was like a full-blown 100% stomp down, 10 toes down, going to church four days a week. Christian, my nigga. I paid tithes, gave offerings. Nigga, I got receipts for my motherfucking tithes, nigga. That shit was like 15 to 20% of my motherfucking income every year, but... That's fucking irrelevant. But what I'm saying as far as like me being a Christian was I didn't use profanity. But nigga, once I stopped being a Christian, I started back using profanity because like I told motherfuckers, the thing that I love about profanity is profanity is like a fucking, it's like seasoning to a sentence. When you use profanity a lot of times, it makes people fucking pay attention. The reason I start the motherfucking show by saying, Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckettes is because you pay attention. You're like, God damn, what the fuck this nigga? Motherfuckers and motherfuckettes, not ladies and gentlemen, not kings and queens, not guys and all that bullshit that the way these niggas be starting their motherfucking shows. Hey, guys, this is motherfucking some boring ass nigga on some bullshit ass show. Hey, y'all, good fucking morning. No, bitch ass nigga. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckettes. Nigga, I'm finna talk some shit. You know, because I want you motherfuckers to understand what the fuck I'm saying, my nigga. When it comes to fucking profanity, it like, I could tell you be quiet a thousand different ways. Be quiet. Silence. Hush. Be quiet. But a lot of times niggas would be like, like, think about a classroom. It's a classroom full of kids and they all being fucking loud. They all talking and screaming and shit. And you're like, okay, class, class, be quiet. Be quiet, class. You tapping on the board. Excuse me, class. Be quiet. If you yell, shut the fuck up, everybody going to be quiet. And they going to sit the fuck down. Nothing is as effective as shut the fuck up. Nigga, when you in the bedroom, my nigga, like, I don't give a fuck how fucking holy and sanctified you is, nigga. Like, nigga, nigga, shut the fuck up and take this dick is, nigga, that shit is undefeated, my nigga. You know, like, profanity is, like, my favorite shit in the world, nigga. I love profanity, dog. Because it gets results, my nigga. It gets that motherfucking point across. You know, a lot of times when you talking to somebody, if you see them motherfuckers like, I start wandering, nigga, just throw a cuss word in that motherfucking, catch that motherfucking attention, nigga. 
like, yeah, man, so, you know, I'm on the way over here to, uh, you know, go around to Ronnie's house because, you know, Ronnie owed me like $7. You see a motherfucker, uh, like, not paying attention. Like, yeah, because, you know, in a minute I'm going to fuck Ronnie ass up. All of a sudden they're going to start paying attention. Huh? What? 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 You going to do what? Exactly, nigga. Like, you going to fucking pay attention if I'm using the, the language that's going to get your motherfucking attention. You know, like, that's the thing when it comes to effective fucking speech, effective communication. You got to use the words that get motherfuckers to see what the fuck you talking about, to get motherfuckers to understand what the fuck you talking about. You know, and it's crazy because, my nigga, I swear to God, I'm going to have to redo this motherfucking episode. I'm going to really uncheck everything I checked on this motherfucker because I'm going to redo this motherfucker. Because now, like, I've been on so much of a fucking tangent, I'm just going to call this motherfucker like the fucking, I don't know, nigga, the, the Kevin Samuels fucking freestyle or some shit. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, nigga, just to what the fuck I've been on this fucking tangent about for this whole motherfucking episode, as a fucking communicator, nigga, you have to communicate in an effective way. You have to communicate in a way that you'll be taken in context. You have to communicate in a way that motherfuckers will understand what the fuck you're saying. They will pay attention to what you say because of how you fucking articulate yourself. Whenever you talking to people, put some motherfucking bass in your voice. Don't come at motherfuckers on that bitch ass shit. It's not always cool to speak quietly. Nigga, sometimes you got to talk from your motherfucking stomach. Nigga, you got to speak from your fucking diaphragm. Nigga, you got to fucking enunciate your goddamn words, my nigga. Like all that. Yes, I'm skilled. Nigga, no, that shit don't. That, that, that ain't going to fucking cut it, my nigga. Like you have to speak confidently to no matter who you talk to. When you speak, you always got to talk. Like you know exactly what the fuck you saying Even if you don't Nigga even if you don't know what the fuck you talking about Nigga talk like you do Nigga just because that's what's gonna get Motherfuckers to pay attention That's what gets motherfucking results Is you telling motherfuckers What the fuck is on your mind While it's on your mind You know like a lot of times motherfuckers won't pay attention To your ass if you come at them too meek You know you come at motherfuckers Like excuse me Excuse me, sir. Like, nigga, no, nigga, I'm, I'm here. Nigga, listen to what the fuck I got to say because I got some shit to say. I'm finna say some real shit, my nigga, so you need to be listening because what the fuck I'm finna say is fucking important. You know, like a lot of times I tell motherfuckers, like, nigga, if I'm on the phone, I feel like a motherfucker's not paying attention, I hang up. If I'm in a conversation with a person and I feel like they not paying attention, I fucking stop talking. Because one thing that I'm very big on as far as who I am and how I move and what I believe in is I don't believe in wasting my words because my words are fucking important. And I tell people that shit when they're like, oh, what happened? Why weren't you talking? Because I feel like I'm wasting my motherfucking breath and I don't do that. Nigga, I could be talking to anybody. Nigga, I got motherfuckers who literally tune in to hear what the fuck I got to say every week. And they, they're waiting on it. So for you to be sitting here on this motherfucking phone seeming like you're not fucking paying attention, nigga, I could be talking to somebody else, my nigga. I don't talk just to be talking. Nigga, everything I fucking say is important. So if what the fuck I got to say ain't important, then you get the fuck off my phone. You know, and I fucking believe in that. I stand on that shit, my nigga. I don't sit here and waste my motherfucking breath talking to motherfuckers who ain't paying attention. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, it's how much respect you have for yourself. To allow a motherfucker to not pay attention when you motherfucking talking. To let a motherfucker zone out while you talking to him. Nigga, the fuck? Like, nigga, I, I could be talking to six other motherfuckers while I'm sitting here talking to your non-paying attention ass. You know, like, nigga, I feel like it's disrespectful to yourself to allow a motherfucker 
to tune out while you're talking to their ass. But at the same time, a lot of it is your responsibility to speak in a way that will get them to pay attention to what the fuck you're saying. Because if you're speaking all meek and quiet and, you know, you got your shoulders dropped and shit, like, nigga, I ain't going to listen to your motherfucking ass either, nigga. And I, I appreciate what the fuck you're saying. You could be saying the realest shit in the world. You could be giving a nigga the winning lottery ticket numbers. But if you ain't saying it right, ain't nobody going to listen. You know, you could be give, you could be telling the motherfucker some life-changing information. But if you ain't saying it right, motherfuckers ain't going to fucking pay no attention. You know, so you got to speak in a way that motherfuckers understand. And when the motherfucker speaking to you, you have to be as attentive as you can so you can understand what the fuck they saying. You know, because I'm a big believer in listening to understand, not just to respond. You know, I'm a big believer in, nigga, you can learn anything from anything that you pay enough attention to. Nigga, you can learn from a motherfucking baby. You can learn from a kindergartner. You can learn from the stupidest motherfucker you know. You know, like I tell people, my nigga, like, since I started this motherfucking, uh, this podcast, nigga, you know, I learned a lot from people who I've seen in life that have failed. Nigga, my stepfather raised me from prison. You know, a lot of what I learned from him, I learned through watching him fail. You know, like my father, the, the, the nigga who busted the nut that got me here. I learned a lot about how I want to be a father by watching him be a bad father to me. You know, nigga, he, he wasn't the best fucking father. But in what I seen him do that I didn't like, I said, nigga, I'm not going to do that with my kids. I'm going to be a 10 times better father to my kids that that nigga was to me. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. As long as you paying attention, you can learn anything from anything. You can learn anything from anybody as long as you pay attention. As long as you listen to understand. As long as you watch to understand. As long as you study to understand, nigga. Understanding is the key to anything, nigga. Understanding is the key to effective fucking communication. Because, nigga, I don't give a fuck how you say shit. Motherfuckers will know if your ass don't understand. You know, your communication ain't effective if you saying some bullshit. You know, nigga, you, you could be saying some shit powerfully. But if you saying some bullshit, nigga, eventually it's going to get brought to the table. You know, and that's what I said when I quoted that Bible scripture. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. You know, when you just running your motherfucking mouth, you giving motherfuckers more and more opportunity to realize how little you understand about some shit. You know, like I talk about when it comes to teaching people, when it comes to showing people shit, when it comes to instructing people. Nigga, if you ever trying to teach somebody some shit. The greatest teachers of any subject, nigga, the, the smartest people, the best communicators, the best teachers in the world are people that can that can teach very complex concepts to simple minds. You know, something that I would always say in this motherfucking show, the aim of the Too Much Game podcast is to effectively communicate very complicated scenarios to be understood by very simple people. And I'm not saying that my listeners are simple people. I'm saying that there's concepts that I like to try to break down to where if a nigga seven years old fucked around and tuned into this shit, he'll understand what the fuck I'm saying. You know, like I got a lot of motherfuckers. I got a very broad fucking scale of motherfuckers who listen. Nigga, I got niggas 
in and out of prison who listen to this shit. And then I got motherfuckers who like corporate people and lawyers and all that shit. Like I got motherfuckers that's very intelligent. I got motherfuckers that ain't the brightest fucking light bulb in the chandelier. But at the same time, nigga, the information and how I deliver it should be able to be caught by both groups. Everybody listening should be able to understand what the fuck I'm saying and be entertained by the way that I'm saying it and understand everything that I'm saying. Because like I say, this ain't a fucking comedy show, nigga. This is an information show. But at the same time, even though I'm giving motherfuckers information, it has to be entertaining. You know, it's infotainment, nigga. It's it's informative and it's entertaining at the same time or it's going to be some bullshit or ain't nobody going to fucking listen to this shit. And that's what it was with Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels was giving you some real shit in an entertaining way. Whether you liked it or not, your ass listened. Whether you loved him or hate him, your ass paid attention. That nigga had motherfucking charisma. And that's something that we could all learn as content creators. You have to be motherfucking charismatic. Nigga, all you, you, once you try to please everybody, you don't please nobody. You come in this motherfucker and you try not to hurt nobody's feelings. You just trying to come in this motherfucker and just be the the fucking sunshine rainbow podcast. Ain't nobody going to want to hear that motherfucking bullshit. That's the reason that nigga's up here and a lot of you niggas is down here. Because he didn't give a fuck who liked him. Nigga, you going to love me or you going to hate me, but what the fuck I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Nigga, that's what motherfucking um, charisma is, my nigga. Charisma is motherfucking important in everything that you do, my nigga. So always keep that in mind, my nigga. Whether niggas love you or hate you, you got to make sure motherfuckers feel you. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you know, buy some merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store. You know, I got t-shirts, hoodies, and all type of shit. So go on there, get you some merchandise, nigga. If you would like to support the team, nigga, the motherfucking collective that I'm a part of, Townhouse Media, go to patreon.com slash townhouse media, town E house media. Support the other townhouse media podcast, Sports for You podcast, live on Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Nigga, shout out to them with John Watson. Mark and Nick motherfucking freeze Nigga the Sports For You podcast Them niggas be going on Twitter spaces You know live on YouTube I don't think they live on Facebook no more So just check their YouTube lives out 6pm Tuesdays and shit Um, You know the motherfuckers The the realest sports podcast out there So y'all motherfuckers go check them niggas out Um, Nigga I think that's it Nigga follow me on social media Uh, Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram Too Much Game Pod on Twitter at Uncle Dolomite, Twitter and Instagram. Like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Share this shit, nigga. Share my clips, nigga. If your ass don't want to buy no merch and none of that shit, nigga, share the clips or something, nigga. Tell somebody. But uh, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gun. I'm gonna drop the music out of my stupid ass. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.